We all work with so much data now, it's genuinely impossible to keep track. Some old school resistance still believe that the file name and an Excel spreadsheet is enough to keep track of all your media assets. And while this might work in some extremely simple cases, if you want the ability to reuse any of your footage in the future and be able to locate it quickly and easily, you do really need a media asset management tool. So our next guest has been providing users with a lightweight, great value asset management tool for years. And it's evolved into one of the most powerful tools on the market, remote AI, cloud collaboration, review and approval, just a really useful tool. So welcome to the show, Neil Blake from Axel AI. Just in case someone hasn't come across your your products and, and doesn't doesn't know, g give us a give us an elevator pitch. Sure, of course, yes. Well, thank you for having me. I very much appreciate being on the show. Yeah. Um, Axel allows our customers to find their content really quickly and really easily, uh, whether it's on individual drives or whether it's on shared storage or even cloud-based. And by using our AI tagging um, or even manual tagging, uh, we make that search even easier. Uh, and you mentioned Excel files. We actually have tools for importing raw Excel files as metadata into Axel as well, which is a fairly new feature. And Excellent. so we know you're always developing uh, the technology. What's new in the world of media asset management in general and, of course, specifically for Axel AI? It's a very exciting time for us. I've got some stuff I can talk about and I've got some stuff I can talk about. <laughs> so we have, um, we, have, we have three forms of speech to text. Um, we've got Axel Speech, which is our entry level speech to text, which is really cool. Um, it's probably the lowest cost in the market. Um, we have done a subscription deal with a company called Speechmatics, which offers a, a wide range of very high quality speech to text tools in many different languages. And we also still work with um, Microsoft Video Indexer, um, and we have been for years um, to provide face recognition and um, very good speech to text as well. And there are lots of things that we're still planning to add. And one of the, um, the main tools um, that unfortunately I can't mention right now um, will be being announced in a few weeks, and um, that's going to be a real game changer for everyone. So, um Okay, we can't find out what's what's uh, what's coming, what's what's sort of on the horizon, so to speak. So, uh, what what sort of uh, uh, integrations are you working on? Have you got anything you can talk about? You know, you 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 work well with other people, don't you? With other products, you mentioned Microsoft, you mentioned the the, the speech, um, uh, speech to text. You know, have you got anything else coming up? Um, we have actually, yes. Um, we developed some integration with uh, EVS metadata recently for a client. So um, somebody's logging on EVS on their uh, their live shows, and we can import all the media and then import all the metadata and display it just as it was logged in EVS. So the star ratings, um, the color coding from EVS, and also any um, keywords and descriptions from EVS, which is very cool. And uh, again, very straightforward for um, the users to use because Axel automatically imports all that data. Actually, I forgot to mention um, a new feature just um, as we were talking. We've actually hired two new staff members and we have a real Olympian, a okay. professional sports lady working with us now. Christine Mansour is in the US pro handball team. And we also have Taylor um, Emanuels, who's ex-New York Yankees, and they have joined us to work specifically in the esports uh, market for us. So that's going to be opening up new doors for us going forward. That sounds good. Excellent. 
So if we can just uh, rewind a little bit to the speech detect um, feature you mentioned there, Neil. In a real world, say for example, uh, a client's got a, a RAID drive stuffed full of content and they, they, they want to be searching for, just say, a phrase like audio over IP. So that, is it as simple as just typing in the, the phrase and it would just scan the drive? What's the actual process and how does it fit into your workflow? Um so what we do is we get the raw media in, um, we then process that through our AI tools, and then it simply is just searching for single words or phrases. Uh, so for example, in a sports, we could search for the word goal, it will show us all the files with the word goal, and then inside an individual file, uh, we can filter that word, and that will just show us the phrases where they have said individual words or phrases. Um, we can then create subclips for that, uh, and then export these to an editor. So when you say get the media in, is that the client uploading the content to your servers or do they keep the content on their own servers? Um, they can do either. Um, so they can just literally plug uh, an individual drive into Axel and we will catalogue that. Or um, Axel could be mounted to some shared storage. They could transfer the new content directly onto the storage. Axel will automatically see that new content and then process it. Yes, yeah, so one of, one of the benefits of Axel is we're not locking the storage down. We're not locking the files out. Um, the users don't need to check in and check out to get hold of media. So they can simply directly attach a Thunderbolt drive or a Lightning drive, um, and we can process that automatically. Do you have to be um, on a particular level of subscription to have the different features? So, you know, is there like a, a local version? Is there then a local and cloud version is that you know do you unlock features as you go up through costs or is this when you buy into Axel you buy into the whole range um Axel speech is a standard feature um you get 60 minutes for free with the system um and then you can either subscribe monthly um to the system or you can buy blocks of minutes so you could buy a thousand minutes or two thousand minutes if you wanted or you could subscribe to that so you always have um, a, a bank of minutes in your account. And we're moving more towards subscription services um, going forward. So um, the, with the speech to text, um, there are different levels, as we mentioned. Um, so if a customer started with one version of speech to text and they wanted to move to a different version, it's a seamless transfer between the different layers. And to wake them up, it is just a software key uh, that we provide the client. So they don't need to add any more software. Um, it's just a license key. So can you tell us how the minutes charging work? So if, if I'm doing a, a search on something, I find some results. How do, you, how do you determine how many minutes the result is? Is it the entire clip length or just a it's, section of it? We charge by, we charge by whole minutes. So if they, if they process part of the clip, they only get charged for part of the clip. If they um, process the entire clip, it's whatever length the entire clip is. So I'm interested, does it, is this one of your, you know, you must be now uh, with the fact that it's AI, cloud, etc., with your uh, approval system and uh, review and approve. You must be helping uh, users quite dramatically now uh, in, in remote working. Um, <sighs> How, how's your remote tool set? What's what? Give, give us a bit of. A, <laughs> it's all about working remotely these days, uh, and we've got a number of ways of doing that. Uh, we have what we call a reverse proxy service, 
which duplicates our interface onto a secure cloud-based server. So any remote users are actually logging into the remote cloud server as opposed to being uh, directed directly into the customer's network. And the user experience is identical between somebody on the network or somebody remotely. And what we have been doing is working with a major broadcaster whose presenters are on set in the middle of nowhere, literally, uh, and they can log in from their phones, view clips just before they go on air, and then they can go on air with a good idea of what clips are going to be shown, which is really exciting. And we also have um, very cool tools to allow us to break up clips into very small sections. So we have a, a customer who has huge clips. They have 300 gigabyte clips and they don't want to download the entire clip to edit with. So they can select segments of a clip yeah. and then we can deliver the individual segments as opposed to the entire clip, which saves them hours of download time. Mm. So is there a, a trial demo uh -huh. version now available? Um, yes, there's a, there's a number of ways to do that. Uh, I have an external demo system that I provide access to our prospective clients um, so they can log into the system at their leisure, have a look around, watch our training videos, or we can also provide uh, on-site trials as well. So if somebody wanted to try it with their own media, um, then we can provide them with a trial license and then they can test it in their own facility. And what type of people watching this would you urge to do that? What type of customers... Uh, and sectors of the industry do you think Axel AI most appeals to? It's really anyone with media. We've got customers in the corporate, um, the religious organizations, charity organizations, for obviously post-production and broadcast. We also work with a large number of government organizations and NGOs as well. Uh, so it's really anyone who has media and struggles to find content. What's your most popular search Yours? mode, Neil? What's what's our most popular search word? Goal, of course, goal. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but also, you had a product not so long ago, uh, a launch, actually it probably was a long time ago because this year has gone a bit quickly, called Connector, um, the workflow tool effectively from, from memory. Um, now, how's that been going? Has that been evolving as well alongside everything else? Oh, yes, we love Connector. Connector joins the dots for us. Uh, Connector is uh, a background process that automates uh, workflows for our clients. For example, we have right. a client who um, every 60 seconds, uh, we scan their bins, we create new um, small clips based on the content of the bins and the in times and the out times, and then we deliver that through a file delivery system, which again is controlled by Connector. Also, Connector allows people to automatically publish to YouTube or Vimeo, or even uh, automatically archive content based on the age of the files in the system. So just before you, you go, Neil, tell us about your Adobe integration with, that we've heard something about. Oh, yes, that's a great question. We now have panels for virtually the entire Adobe Creative Cloud suite. So uh, we have panels for Premiere Pro, of course, wow. After Effects, um, InDesign, Illustrator, and of course, Photoshop as well, allowing remote users to access Axel, download content automatically, or if they're on a network, link directly to the original content. And these panels are free, and users can install them in as many machines as they need um, to connect to Axel. Sounds good. 
I think we need it. I think we need it. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for joining us today, Neil. We'll um, we 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 will have to install it and have a go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we've been threatening for ages, I know. Uh, now, thanks to Media Proxy for their support ongoing, and you can see more about them at mediaproxy.com. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Cheers. <laughs>